For the month of April, we are focusing on the War of 1812. Thus far in the series, we have spent time learning about the founder of our Navy, one of the first and most famous ships in our Navy, a little bit about navigation, and the introduction of women into the Navy, among other things. Chronologically, we are slowly moving forward, but because we have also skipped some significant events, we will periodically be jumping back in time. So, today we go back a few years before the War of 1812, to the transition period after the Revolutionary War. This period saw the development of the standing U.S. Navy, including the commissioning of Constitution and her sister ships. It also included the United States Navy's first sustained action abroad, the First Barbary War. This conflict led to daring feats by Navy sailors and also one of the first and earliest heroes of the U.S. Marine Corps. Our object today is a model of a gunboat designed by Commodore Edward Preble, one of the great figures of early American naval history. Although this design never saw service, it demonstrates the innovation and naval development that was occurring at this time. Preble gained his early naval experience fighting with the Massachusetts State Navy in the Revolutionary War, and at one point was held prisoner on a British prison ship. After the war's end, he spent more than a decade in the merchant fleet, then returned to service in the First Barbary War, and finished his career designing gunboats for the Navy. What is truly fascinating about the early naval leaders like Preble is that they were literally creating all facets of the Navy from the ground up fighting the British and French naval forces, and the Barbary pirates, while at the same time developing new ship designs, creating personnel policy, and advocating for the Navy in Congress. The War of 1812 was the first real test for the ships, sailors, and policies of this new Navy, and as Chief of Naval Operations Admiral Jonathan Greenert told me after a conference last year, that is why this conflict remains important for policymakers today. If you're going to look at where to go from here into the future, I'd look at the War of 1812. This is the 200th commemoration of the War of 1812, where a small navy of about 17 ships, six of which were, defeated the British contingent that were here in the United States and, and co coerced the British Navy, a navy of about 700 ships that it wasn't worth taking on the U.S. Navy anymore. The way they were able to do it with technology, we had the best ships, that's why they called it Old Ironsides. They could shoot straight, they could shoot often, they were bold, they were accountable, and they were proficient, and they were well-trained. And that's, that's what will make the difference in the future. Technology, good leadership, trained sailors who are confident and proficient. That's your future. So, as Dr. Harmon tells us about this gunboat today, Think of the variety of aspects of today's Navy that it deals with. The model showcases early naval innovation, which has been a hallmark of the U.S. Navy ever since its inception. It also allows us to talk a little bit about one of the early naval heroes and innovators, Commodore Edward Preble. And finally, it was also designed to be stored in American ports and then launched by local citizens, thus marking one of the earliest instances of a naval militia what would many decades later become the United States Navy Reserve. We now go to the first floor of the Naval Academy Museum with Dr. Harmon. Hello, I'm Dr. Scott Harmon and we are here at the Naval Academy Museum looking at a few of the objects that tell the history of the United States Navy. The object I'm gonna focus on this time is the model of a gunboat, uh, which you see down here. 
This is a design by uh, Commodore Edward Preble, one of the early American naval officers, most noted for his efforts to uh, reduce the fortress at Tripoli during the wars with the Barbary states. Uh, at this time, the early 1800s, the United States did not have a large navy, not a permanent navy. Uh, and there was a popular idea, especially in the army, of using militia forces. Uh, people who, uh, when were needed, would come off the farm, uh, go into the army, do their fighting, go back to their civilian life. That same idea manifested itself in gunboats. And uh, many, about 200 gunboats were built uh, in, the, er, in the early 1800s. One of the designs uh, for a gunboat was this by Preble. And this is a very interesting one because it has what is actually a turret, which we think of as a modern device. Uh, the first ones in American history were uh, on the Civil War uh, ironclad, the USS Monitor. Uh, this turret uh, is interesting. It could be moved around. There are two guns on it. They point in opposite directions. And you would load one gun pointed at the target, uh, and while the other gun was pointed away from the target, you would have an opportunity to load it, get it ready to fire, and then when the gun pointing at the target fired, it would rotate that turret around to bring the other gun in battery so that it pointed at the target. Then the gun that was just fired could be loaded, and when the second gun fired, it would bring the first one back into battery. Uh, I don't think that this model was ever built, but it was a very creative one and answered the need of a naval militia force. These gunboats could be kept in the ports uh, where if an enemy was coming, they could be launched readily, uh, manned with the local residents, go out, drive off the enemy, come back and begin their civilian life again. Uh, in fact, they were never really practical you bring a wooden boat up on the shore for any length of time, the timbers start drying out, and these were probably more problem than they were worth. But it was an idea of the citizen sailor, like the citizen soldier at the beginning of the 19th century. We hope that you will uh, have an opportunity to visit the Naval Academy Museum and see some of our collection. Thank you for joining us.